how got, long are we going to sit here and talk about it? Because you know you gotta you gotta start from the beginning in the mental health, and then we go back to DSS and stuff like that, and stop letting these kids slip through cracks. your seatbelts in ladies and gentlemen it's another fucking episode of just in my podcast this is just in my podcast speaking justin saratani the host i'm with my fucking co-host as always tony morrison yep and i'm with my special guest today the fucking man of the hour kenny larson hey thanks for having us guys hell yeah my great friend man and i'm fucking pumped you got on this shit it's about me, time. Me too, man. I'm uh, kind of honored I was asked to be uh, involved. Hell yeah, dude. Of course. It's because you're doing something with your life. Exactly. Kenny is... To, at least. <laughs> Kenny is a fucking boxer. You're professional? Uh, no. Semi-pro? Right, yeah. Well, amateur, yeah. I guess I'm on the cusp. Uh, just trying to get like the last bit of experience I need uh, before I take my campaign uh, to see some dough. Hell yeah. That's what's up, dude. You've always been a fucking tough motherfucker ever since I knew you, man. And uh, I wanted to get you on back when McGregor was fighting Mayweather. Yeah. Because I knew you'd have some fucking insight to that over my heart and yeah. dreams. You could have told you some knowledge. Yeah. you were just blinded. blinded. <laughs> I mean, believe me. Song. I love it. I would definitely root for the countryman. I'm Irish. Uh, I rep Ireland course, hardcore you know, in the ring. But you know he had no chance, right? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I all Mayweather's fights go to decision anyways. Uh, he's not really going to take any risk that he doesn't need to take. And uh, McGregor has never seen, you know, an individual that's like, going to be conditioned in this manner. And just... Like that uh, level. Yeah, not only that. And just his uh, reflexes of uh, Mayweather are just... Yeah. Second to none. Like, this is not going to be, you know, that he is a gifted individual. So you watched that fight, obviously, right? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. So, so when he... I got, I got the impression that Mayweather pretty much carried that. And he could have ended it any time he wanted. Uh, yeah, easily. Um, He definitely gave the fans, uh, right. you know, at least their money's worth. Uh, you see yeah. all the Hollywood stars. Um, you know, LeBron. Exactly. So he, he kind of uh, bought into it a little bit. You know, let him hit him or... Because you'll never see another Mayweather fight where uh, he'll just keep his hands up and his legs straight. That was one of the, the giveaway points to me is, you know, Mayweather's, you know, planted or on his feet moving. But you'll never see, like, his knees locked out and he's just going to sit there and allow someone to punch him. Right. I mean, 
Well, when when McGregor caught him with that uppercut in the first round, he let him catch. No, him he that. fucking didn't, man. Oh yeah, without doubt, you're not gonna let somebody catch you with an uppercut, man. That was he, no McGregor fucking caught him. He's not even the best in the country. Not even the best in Ireland. There's way better guys. But he gave caught him. him. That's the only thing. It's like everybody can get fucking. Everybody can get stunned, dude. Everybody yeah, has that potential. Exactly. You know what I mean? McGregor caught him with the uppercut, and I'm sure Mayweather wasn't planning to fucking get hit by that. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, you're right. I mean, it's a fight, and anything can happen. Anything will happen. Of course. I don't know. It just it seemed like everyone won. McGregor looked good because he he hit Mayweather more than anyone else. Mayweather obviously won. They all made a bunch of money. They put on a good fight, a good show, I should say. Right. It went like what was it seven rounds? Ten. Ten went ten. Ten rounds. Chill out. Yeah, yep. and then he just said, "Enough's enough." Yeah. Wow. Enough, what I enough. what I really respected about it was that McGregor didn't ever fall down. I'm like kind of fucking upset that they stopped it when they did. No, I think it was a good stop. Uh, you never really yeah. want to see you know someone get hurt, risk uh, injury. You know, guys die all the time in combat sports, and you know it's just not worth it. You know, sometimes guys are too tough for their own good. And uh, I mean, me personally, because I know the other side of it, I would never want to see. You know, I. I could tell you, I could name guys now that I run into at local shows or fights, and, uh, you know, they just don't, they're not all there, and it's really hard to watch. You ever worry about that shit? Yeah, all the time. I mean, even now, I sometimes I'll notice different motor skills or, you know, you know, sometimes my equilibrium won't be right. I'll be off balance, um, you know, just for no reason, not even boxing related, but I'll be doing something, and, you know, I don't know, it's something to keep an eye on but at the same time uh i don't know how to explain the addiction to boxing it's it's got to be some crazy adrenaline rush oh it's the craziest thrill um i don't know how to explain it i mean it's the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows like you put everything you have you know it it doesn't you know some guys are more talented than other but you know at the end of the day it comes down to your work ethic you don't need a team you don't need a goalie you don't need a quarterback that's going to carry you. You need yourself, your work ethic. You know, you're your only coach. I mean, your corner is going to help you out. But at the end of the day, it's you're the one who's doing the work. Right. You're the one who's sacrificing your body. And, uh, you know, you're the one who's going to live through the glory or, you know. And food. <laughs> you sacrifice food. Oh, dude, I, I couldn't even tell you. Like, you know, my girlfriend deals with it the worst. Uh, you know, when I have to cut weight. And, what, uh, what's your weight class? I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I'd be a welterweight. So, I mean, like, if I was to take the next step, I would probably try to campaign at either welterweight or junior welterweight. Which is? Which is uh, 141 pounds. And that would be junior welterweight, and welterweight would be 147 pounds. And, uh, yeah. Oh. I don't, um, what do you walk around at? Like, how much I try. Well, in the amateurs, uh, there there isn't a welterweight or a junior welter. There's a junior welter, but, I mean... uh. In the amateurs, it goes one hundred fifty-two pounds to one hundred sixty-five. So I try to walk around as close to one hundred fifty-two pounds as possible, just because I feel like fighters train for fights. Yeah. Champions don't stop training. You know, what I mean, if you want to, you want to be a champion, whether it's in the amateurs, the professionals. It's not like, hey, I'm gonna put a couple weeks in and I'm gonna, you know, give it my best. It's, you know, it's definitely a lifestyle. It comes down to what yeah. you put in your body. Uh, you know. Just everything, you know. And you could get called to fight at any time too, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's on so you. So you're ready. Well, yeah, you don't want to miss an opportunity, I guess. Right, but you're not going to just jump into anything either. Yeah, exactly. You don't, 
you don't want to do that. But I mean, at the same time, you you don't want to miss a you know an opportunity. So you you know my my uh my mind frame is to always stay ready. You know, fuck you, find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Call me up. I'll show you what's good. So uh, like amateurs, you got to wear headgear or no? Well, yeah. Um, in the elite, uh, the elite amateurs, like uh, it starts to come off when you, you get like so many fights. Um, but like now, yeah, they have me rocking headgear and uh t-shirt like a. Life a beating. tank top, yeah, yep. exactly. How many fights you had? Um, I've had fifteen. I'm, I'm, ten and five, but it's pretty controversial. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you've had yeah. some dog fights in there. Like oh, without a doubt, scraps. I would. Well, I think um, that's why I have the fan base that I have. I would say I have a pretty loyal, and uh, you know, I have some of the greatest followers. An amateur fighter has most of the time. You don't see, uh, you know, a crowd or a fan base till you get to the professional level. But um, you know, I could tell you, I easily have a hundred people that are just diehard. You know, hell yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like that's my style. Um, you know, even before I was like in the ring, uh, you know, I kind of idolized guys like Mickey Ward. Uh, I spent a lot of my my juvenile years in uh, like juvenile detention. DSS, DYS, things of those natures. So, like, uh, you know, the first half of my life was uh, almost like the beginning scene from Creed. So, I guess that's how I kind of fell into the boxing. But, like, when I was in those places, I would I would hear, like, the the guys I would work there, you know, they're in their early to mid-20s, and they're, you know, they're talking about what's going on. They're in college. They're here. They're there. And I'm hearing stories up in the mountains of this dude, Mickey Ward. And he, he won. He beat this guy at Torrigati. And they don't really let me watch it, but, you know, I'm intrigued. And then I find out he's Irish. I find out he's not far from where I grew up. So then, you know, I start looking him up and I research him and I just see, like, his style and uh, that, you know what I mean, just all or nothing, you know. Right. Some guys, you'll see guys quit if they know they're not going to win, this or that. But, you know, like you were saying earlier, Justin, like, uh, anything could happen. That's right. And uh, Mick used to stop guys with body punches. He'd be losing. You know, it just changed the whole dynamic of a fight. And uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of like what I uh, embody or embellish kind of as a fighter. And uh, that's what I bring to the table and why I feel like people would uh, gravitate to my style because um, I'm looking to hurt somebody. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not looking to practice the art of boxing, but I'm, I'm in there to just kind of be a goon and get my job done. I train for it, so I'm looking... You know what I mean? To get out early. Hell yeah. I remember seeing your first fight. Um, where was it at? It was in, um, it was outside. Dillboy uh, Stadium in yeah. uh, Somerville. Dude, th- just watching you get out there and like seeing the emotion and energy and fucking passion you had for it, like made me want to get out there too. You know what I mean? Like just seeing somebody just give it all they got, dude. It, it brings me back to my wrestling days. It's like one on one. It's different with a team mentality. It's like, yeah, everybody's fucking working together. So, you know, maybe an individual will slack a little bit here and there. Some people got to pick up the fucking slack. One-on-one boxing, fucking any one-on-one type sport. It's like, boom. It's uh, it's you out there. You know what I mean? You have nobody to hide behind. You have nobody to really Fall take back the fuck. on. Exactly. And it's like, <clears throat> that really shows who who has more or who wants it more in the end. And I remember watching a Mickey Ward fight, and it's funny that fucking Mickey Ward's like a, a guy you look to because I saw him in Hampton at Hampton Beach Casino, I think. It was one of yeah. his last fights. Really? Dude, it was a slug fest. 
Oh yeah, without a doubt. Thousands, like I, I think it was like a thousand punches from each fucking thrown from each boxer. Oh, that's amazing, dude. By the end of it, I was with my uncle Pete. Shout out to my uncle Pete, dude. You the man, Uncle when, Pete. When I was on the last round, I think it was so exciting. I was literally standing on my seat, and I'm pretty sure other people were too, because everybody was on their feet. It was just boom, boom, blow for blow, boom, 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 boom. It's like, what the fuck is going through your mind, dude? When like. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I since that moment, I re- I remember it pretty pretty clear myself. Uh, you know that Doughboy fight that you're talking about. Um, you know, I my my first fight, I was I was worried about disappointing everyone that came, uh, all our friends. Um, you know, just everyone that was in my corner, my family, my coaches, my team. Uh, I was fighting out of Somerville at the time. You know, uh, I felt like those guys put so much time and effort to prepare me for that. And, uh, you know, as you go as a fighter, you learn that, you know, you're not disappointing anyone. And the fight's only really, you're only proving it to yourself. You're not, like, proving it to other people. But, uh, you know, that was my, those were, like, the things I struggled with coming uh, right out the gate was, uh, you know, disappointing people, uh, living up to the hype and stuff like that. And then... You know, I guess as you get seasoned or as you just kind of, uh, you know, travel down this road because, um, you know, especially in the amateurs, you're not going to win them all. Uh, you can't. Uh, I mean, it's not to say that you can't, but it's very difficult. Right. And uh, I don't know. I guess you just kind of see how the road goes. And I think that's really what embellishes a boxer, a journeyman fighter, or anything like that is, uh, you know, you take the good with the bad and then. You know what I mean? Like, you just keep rolling with it. And, uh, you know, while we're giving shout-outs, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Somerville Boxing Club. Yeah. You know, Rivera bro- Rivera Brothers Boxing. You know Is what I mean? Is that who you're with now, Rivera? No, I'm not uh, currently with Rivera. I'm with uh, Ray Hebert up in uh, Haverhill Downtown Boxing. Amazing guys. Uh, I ended up uh, moving, uh, so it just wasn't easy to commute to Somerville or Boston every day, living uh, closer to New Hampshire. Right. Yeah, it's a fucking, that's a hike, dude. Yeah, it was difficult after the work day and shit. So you like research who you're fighting, or well, is there like in the amateurs, yeah, it's not really like that in the amateurs. Like you know, like like it's, they give you like someone say, hey, n- yo, this guy does this stuff. Like, they, no, nah, it's not even like you know, it's not like I could watch YouTube videos. Like sometimes I think they play with me. I really don't know what they do, but they they're usually like, oh yeah, you're gonna fight, you know, Justin Saratani. And most of the time, I end up fighting you. So right. uh, I don't know if they're trying to do it to yeah, keep like me on hap- my toes. That happens a lot. No, they're probably just trying to fuck with you. Somebody- oh, yeah, without a doubt. Well, you, you know, never know. Somebody could back out. Or- yeah, back oh, yeah, out. that happens all the time, too. Yeah, um, replace it with someone that's a monster that, like, last minute, and you don't have no idea. Yeah. Oh, that's happened to me. I fought, uh, I don't know, two years ago. I, I was told I was going to fight at 152 pounds, so I'm killing myself. Uh you know, the week prior, I'm in Rhode Island with my girlfriend and her family. Shout-outs to the McCarthy's. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, we're down in Rhode Island enjoying ourselves on the beach. And, uh, you know, I'm running five miles a day trying to get down to make weight. And uh, the kid that I end up fighting comes in 13 pounds heavier. And, oh, shit. Yeah, so like like I was saying... Uh, just slides, though? They're just Well, they asked me. They said, hey, you know, Ken, you know, this kid, he didn't make weight. Uh, we have him here. He's still interested in fighting. 
And, uh, you know, like I was saying, I, I got all these people here. I, I have a good following. So these these people all just paid admissions. Yeah, you don't Everyone, want to disappoint. Exactly. So, so you're busting your ass to make this weight. This Trying to be professional. This fucking scumbag comes in 13 pounds heavy, and you still Thir fought him? 13 pounds, uh, that seems like he had no intention on making that Yeah, he's weight. like, yeah, fuck it. I'll yeah, just didn't even try. In. 13 pounds is a fucking, that's a lot. Yeah, to give up? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Oh, definitely. I mean, I... <laughs> If you saw if you saw the fight, it, it really didn't matter how much he had on me. Uh, you know. Why'd you still fuck him up? Oh, without a doubt. That is e that is even the <laughs> oh, worst. So it's even better though. Hell yeah. Like, I'm gonna fucking murk this dude anyway. Make him look like a oh, scumbag. You ever see anyone get hit with 13 punch combination not being able to defend themselves? That's awesome. <laughs> oh, no, I gotta go. Would you do you have a fight coming up? Um I don't know. Uh, my coach, uh, Ray, had ran something by me. I think uh, we're looking to schedule something in April. Um, I don't really know. I just had a fight up in uh, Lowell at the Golden Gloves. Uh, it's my third year. Um, yeah, we just lost a pretty controversial decision over there, too. So um, You did, or? Uh... Yeah, I ended up losing the fight, but uh, it was, yeah. yeah, I don't really, uh, I don't agree with the decision. Um they ended up giving it unanimously to my opponent, and uh, I mean, everyone started booing. You know, they'll really? let you. I don't know. Obviously, I think I won because no. I heard them a couple times. Like you could see someone hurt even with the headgear. Oh yeah. You know, of if course. you if you punch someone in the body and they stop and they grimace and they look at you and you know, what I mean, what hurts more, being punched in the face or punching the fucking oh, body? Oh, without right? a doubt, body punches. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's sure. my go-to. It's all soft. Your head's hard. You know what I mean? Plus, you're wearing the headgear. Yeah, your ribs. What what uh, size gloves do you? Uh, we wear twelve ounce gloves. Twelve ounce. Yeah. And the professionals, they go from eight uh, to ten usually. Yeah, it depends where you're fighting. Uh, a lot of it has to do with like the contract, uh, what you guys want to settle on. But I mean, you're not gonna see uh, a heavyweight in eight ounce gloves. That someone's gonna die. Yeah. Without a doubt. So you get a fight, maybe two months in advance. Like what? what how well, long that, is the well, training before you? That's the thing, man. Uh, He's going back. Training. You always got to be ready, exactly. of course. Well, yeah, because, um, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, there's not too much professionalism. It's amateur boxing. Guys are dropping out, doing whatever they want to do, not coming in, making weight. So uh, Yeah, so you that's the edge you have. You're always ready. You know what I mean? That'll yeah, not, next level. Exactly. And then, you know what I mean? Like, you could take it last second or... Because uh, <coughs> even if you do give me two months in advance, it's not like these guys are going to come in prepared anyway. So, I mean, what's not as prepared as you. Nah. I mean, you're always... Uh, I fucking love that mentality about you. You've always been that way, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it just comes down to the, the way that I was raised. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, pretty much, you know, I, I don't want to say raised by my uncle, but I would say uh, my uncle was the main male model, role model in my family, and, uh, you know, he was probably crazier than I was. Ralph? Oh, yeah, my Uncle Ralph. Shout out to Uncle Ralph, man. Uh, Uncle Buck, man. Buck the world, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, that dude's the man. I remember going over there eating some fucking steak. Great. Oh, he loves you. Asking about you every time. Uh, you know, he asks about you, Manly, Dana, Colin. You know, he, asks, he loves you guys. He's a good dude, yo. So you were in and out of fucking DSS, homes, whatever, growing up and shit. Yeah, I left. Uh, so um, the state took full custody of me. Full custody of me when I was about uh, 13 years old. And then I uh, kind of like snowballed from there. At first, I kind of went in and uh, they were trying to assess 
how much, uh, like, I don't want to say security, but uh, how much attention I guess I needed. And uh, then I just kind of kept digging, digging myself deeper. And uh, like, I got, I got into all that trouble for like, I, in middle school, I started smoking cigarettes, smoking pot, drinking, you know, staying out on the weekends, doing whatever I wanted. And my family was like, dude, you're 13. You can't be doing any of that. I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to be a gangster straight up. What's up? And uh, so then uh, I kind of got involved with the state. And then, you know, they just kind of kept giving me more, um, like, authority. And uh, my my whole problem was based off challenging authority. So uh, the more that you would tell me I couldn't or I wouldn't or I won't, uh, the more I'd show you, hey, motherfucker, you know what I mean? I'll play this game all day. <laughs> so, I mean, it just snowballed. So then I'm getting kicked out of homes. You know, I'm catching assault and batteries. I had 25 assault and batteries in three different uh, court systems in under a year. 25 assault and batteries? Yeah, throughout Salem, Newburyport, and uh, Lowell Juvenile. Is that with 25 different people? Yeah. I just blast anybody for any reason. (laughs) Teachers, whatever. Kids in the group home. It's like fucking people up. Found a perfect profession. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that's what I don't understand is why it took all these people. Like, you know, I mean, I couldn't tell you how many psychologists, you know. uh, Yeah, well, they just want to give you some drugs to calm you down. Yeah, exactly. You got to get that shit out. Yeah, instead of being like, hey, maybe you should be a fucking professional boxer. I need something to rev me up. You like punching people in the face. Why don't you get some money for it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they never kind of, like, stared me into martial arts, boxing, any of that sooner. It's like uh, I had to go through hell and high water, fucking so many years of just so much pain. Like, people just wouldn't be able to imagine that's, you know, fucking sitting in rubber rooms, fucking bouncing off walls, handcuffed, going through jail, you know, Traveling to Dorchester in a paddy wagon every other Friday. They're holding you. Then, uh, you know, you happen to be the one white kid on the cell block. You walk in. Dudes are fucking six. Sizing you up. Oh, six, three right off the bat. I'm, you know, I'm a peanut. I'm not even big now. I was, I don't know, five feet, four, eleven. You know, dudes are trying to beat me up. So, I mean, that's that's where, like, my heart, my scrappiness came, maybe contributed to my boxing because it was more uh, kill or be killed in there. You seem like you have your fucking shit together now. I would have never guessed any of this. Cause I don't really know you that well. But like you seem like you have your fucking shit you straight, do, man. It took a long, like it took a long time, man. Like I probably did like two years in solitary confinement. I was in this one place. They kind of thought I was like the ringleader. I would get everyone stirred up. I'm like riot, riot, <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean. They decided to kind of take me out and just kind of isolate me. And then I did that for about like two years, and I sat in a room. Holy shit. I sat in a room with nothing, no nothing. You know what I mean? They bring me my bed at night. They hold my arms to bring me to the bathroom. Like Jesus Christ! Like consistently for a year, you would. Yeah, almost two years. You're in solitary. Almost two years, and uh, I don't know. I have my sixteenth birthday, my mother bought me a pair of Air Force One sneakers. Uh, I couldn't even wear them because you know, like uh, I was stripped of so many privileges that I. Wasn't even allowed to have sneakers, shoelaces, any of that. So, uh, I don't know. I just kind of said to myself, like, this is no way to spend the rest of my life because it's only going to carry on into adulthood and the system gets worse. It's not kitty camp, you know what I mean? Is there anything that you can pinpoint where it's like, 
the turning point of your oh yeah without a doubt yeah without a doubt when i was at my lowest when i was in uh one of those places uh one of the group homes whatever um the head guy that was running it was kind of uh he was like the warden from uh what's that movie shawshank redemption he was just you know kind of like a bible thumper it was like he's like challenging kids who have authority issues and he's giving them ultimatums and it he just thought everyone was like straight like a case study you know what i mean like right out of a psychology book and i'm like dude i'm a human you know what i mean like uh robin williams says in uh goodwill hunting he's like i don't know you being a poor kid by reading oliver twist you know what i mean you're not gonna know me by exactly you know, reading some psychology yeah book. your life's not in a book so this guy uh I don't know. I, I don't know if they decided he just wasn't doing well at his job because, you know, there was one kid there for five years and they said he wasn't doing his uh, treatment. He wasn't working on what he needed to work on to get out of there. So then uh, the population was at like 22, 23 kids. And it was like, where was this at? I didn't mean that. Uh, this Westboro, Mass. The place was called uh, Chauncey Hall Academy. I mean, they saved my life. Don't get me wrong. But I could also tell you, you know, it's two way street. And I feel like, uh, this guy just didn't know how to handle these kids with these issues uh, in the proper way. So I guess, you know, to answer your question, the turning point is he ended up leaving. I don't know. They gave us he's going back to school or whatever he's doing. So then this woman comes in. Her name was Maria. You know, thank God this lady came into my life. And she uh, she just had a alternate way about doing everything you know she wanted to talk about stuff that i didn't want to talk to i couldn't talk to people face to face so she gave me like uh different ways to go about it she'd hand me a piece of paper i'd fill out the paper i'd hand it back you know what i mean i don't have to talk face to face feel shame fucking talk about shit with people i don't want to talk about you know what i mean so then uh you know i guess once i dealt with all my demons it was easier to be able to fucking deal with their shit but not only that they're giving me Adderall at nighttime. They're giving me all sorts of drugs. And then uh, they're giving me Adderall at night. And I'm like, hey, this is a stimulant. Uh, aren't I not going to sleep? So I, I didn't even have the energy to fight him anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just wake up and wild out. Wake up, punch you in your face. And, you know, it's on from there. <laughs> all right, well, you don't sleep for six months. You ain't really got the fucking heart to fucking be scrapping around with <laughs> dudes that are tired anyways. They just yeah. had a baby. Yeah. That's the thing about it. It's like they keep feeding you medications till you're zombified. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, well, then, you know, luckily I had a, a family that was there every week and supporting me, following what they're doing uh, and monitoring things. But then there's so many kids that just fall by the wayside because they don't have anyone in their life to kind of look at, like look after them, make sure that these people aren't just copping out. They're getting... 12 bucks an hour, you really think they care what's going on? You know what I mean? They want to go back to their lives. They don't care if you're, you know, zombie. Yeah, right? Fuck yeah, this shit's Yeah, this shit's fucked up. You look into that whole thing, it's like, it's a weird thing because they get those schools or whatever they call them. Stay funded. Stay funded. It's their they get, own little But they're economy. privately owned. You know what I mean? Own little economy. Like, so uh, they're, they have no incentive. They have no incentive to actually, like, get you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They well, want you to go out dude, come it's right an economy. back. They're getting paid. They're making money off you by, exactly. getting, by getting the Private sectors. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing with jail and, uh, you know, places uh, like uh, 
that are run by like uh, the DEA, like methadone clinic stuff like that. Yeah, all that. They don't want anyone to actually. Uh, it's a numbers you know, game. Yeah, they it's don't not, like. They rehabilitation. don't want to f- exactly. They don't want to find the cure necessarily. They want to fucking right. aid in the assistance of keeping you at a state of. Yeah. Not 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 well, not fucked either. It's right. like, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll keep feeding you these things. You ever see the keep movie Bad back. Boys? Not, uh, not with Will which Smith. Which one? The one with Sean Penn. 1983. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, I just watched that. Did Funny you, that you... Were you uh, at a place like that? Because that's how I picture everything. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. That's what it's like. Just, yeah. Oh, no, damn. 100%. I've Fuck. never seen it. What? Yeah, so Great it's like movie. this kid, he's like stealing pocketbooks... And uh, they send him to, you know, juvie. And that's, well, see. He was, he was trying to rob a drug dealer. And he ended oh, up, he killed he someone. He ended up yeah. killing someone. He ended up killing the drug dealer's little brother. Ran him over the car or something. Yes, Strong yes, yes, so yes. sent him to juvie. Now, the drug dealer was a little brother he killed. Wants to kill him. Yep. So that guy raped Sean Penn's girlfriend. They get in a juvie. Then they get a fight to the death. Well, there's a Whoa. bunch of crazy shit yeah. that happens in the middle, dude. It's what the nuts. fuck? It's a great movie. See, my whole time, you know, I mean, I was, there was five years of this, and the whole time it wasn't like that. I mean, that was when I was in Boston. That was all criminal shit. You know what I mean? Like, I would do, you know, six months, seven months over in Dorchester. Yeah. And uh, I would do time like that. But then sometimes I was doing time in, uh, like, psychiatric wards. And, you know, then it's the opposite. It's not criminal. So that's like Clockwork Orange shit. No, uh, what's the movie there? One Flew Over one, the Cuckoo's yeah, Nest. Yeah, yeah. so you, you're going from uh, Bad Boys to One yeah. Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Now you're just like a test Shit. subject. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Let's see how this treat, treatment quotation work. Yeah, Psychotropic right? drugs and, you know, yeah. mood stabilizers and, you know, ADHD meds and, you know. I guess it must work for some people, but, I mean... You can't, they kind of blanket it with everything. Everyone's fucking on some kind of shit right now. Of course. Dude, yeah. the more I... Everyone has ADD. Yeah, right? I was thinking of it the other day. It's like, back in the day, someone someone was weird. You know what I mean? Oh, you're just a fucking weirdo. Nowadays, it's like, oh, yeah, he has Asperger's. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's just weird. They keep fucking labeling people and naming off things. It's like, yeah, fucking... Diagnose everybody, man. Uh, Everybody's fucked. Uh, I'm not happy enough. Bring him up. Oh, he's too happy. Bring him down. Yeah. He's got something. He's fucking depressed. He's got. He's yeah. a manic. I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, I follow up with those places because uh, they definitely uh, saved my life. You know, I was on, like, a dangerous path. And, and I'll go back and I'll talk to him about this or that and, like, the numbers, and it's totally different. Like, uh, you know, I felt like uh, the era, you know, the early 2000s, I felt like these places were packed. They were stuffed. And I just felt like the world was at a different place. The world is definitely constantly changing. I, I feel like the world changes even faster on a daily basis. The more we get older, it's like the yeah. more things co- are constantly just boom, amping up, ramping yeah, fucking different things. Yeah, it's always progressing like at an a, a exponential graph, rate. Look at this, like civilization. First thousand years didn't change much. Next, then something changed. Then, like, next 500 years didn't really change. The last hundred years, it's just gone like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just and it's keep it's fucking rising and rising and rising. Constant growth, dude. What really? Yeah, for some. Got to be a crash soon. You think so, yeah. dude? I, that's what I was thinking the other day. Well, I think the great one is about to crash. America is on the cusp of you know really fucking themselves because we keep saying, yeah, we'll pay you off. You know what I mean? Let me borrow a little bit more money, and then this money's gonna make me some money, and I'll pay you guys back. Simple as that. But you know. 
At some point, they're going to say, hey, man, buck stops. What's up? Yeah. I need to come collect. <laughs> you guys owe me a couple trillion. Ah, fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank There's going to be nothing to collect. Yeah. The crazy well, shit is you'll never, well, that debt will never ever be paid off because it's created. We just keep fucking interest. Yeah. duping them in different ways. We're like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll pay back this way. Yeah. And they're like, uh, mm -mm. It's the same, hey, come on. <laughs> it's the same five people that own every goddamn bank. They have every, every dollar. You know All right. I mean? So what do you guys think about that? Fucking Rothschild. Oh, we're fucked. Scumbags. Yeah. They ask, yeah. The devil. I watched a I, bunch of shit on them, but like, what are they going to do? Really? Fuck yeah, you. It's not paying. What are they going to yeah. do? It's, Invade. Yeah, it's to a point where it's like, yeah, fuck you. They fund both sides of every war, so fucking, what are you going to do? Dude, that's, well, it's, that's true, man. It's it going to be like the giver. We're going to have barcodes and fucking, you know, fall in line. I'm and... not getting chipped. Fuck you. Dude, oh, you, funny thing well, is, you could have already been chipped and you don't know. I don't do vaccines. Microchips, man. Oh, yeah. That shit they do them. They do them. Well, here's the thing. I think they have all the technology and they have all the stuff that they're going to lay out, but then they have to find a way to integrate it into society. So, uh, you know, we've been talking about stuff like hoverboards and, you know, teleporting just from like all the sci-fi movies that we watch. But now we're speaking of chips. Well, don't we already do that to our dogs? You yeah. know what I mean? If your dog runs away, we put a chip in his ear. So, yeah, yeah it's only a matter of time. Dude, yeah, it's coming. I mean, basically, we're already kind of chipped, man. We all yeah, carry man. our cell phones around. There's a fucking beacon. You ever need to find me, dude? I'm sure the NSA and, and fucking well, CIA know it. Right. I can't yeah, get well, service if, in North Conway, though. Yeah, well, I mean, they'll just fucking tap in your Alexa. It's cool, you know what I mean? They can't find you there. They'll find it that way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I heard those things record even when they're not... Uh, they do. They're always listening. They of course they are. That's Big Brother, man. They have to they always be listening. They fucking implement it. Yeah, exactly. We're all slaves to it. Well, though. I mean, look at the database that they just built in Utah. What's that? Um, it's a data storing base over in Utah, and it's colossal. It's just such a magnet. Like, the size is so huge that, you know, it's going to be saving all our uh, data and backup clouds and all this, like, stuff that we do. And, uh, but it's. Yeah. It's crazy how they store it because there's so much data, more information every day. It's like double the information tomorrow. There's going to be double the information out there. We're going to create that much more data oh, yeah. to be stored. And well, these Sony or something just came out with this tape that can hold way more than anything has ever been able to hold. And it's tiny. Odd. So if you have a fucking place like that, place in Utah with this shit, oh, yeah. have, they'll be able to record forever. Yeah. It's insane. Well, the, their, uh, their computers uh, heat up and they overload so fast that they have to cool it down with, like, salt water. There's pumps flowing through just to keep everything cool. Oh, and like, shit. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And, uh, I mean, just think all the stuff that we uh, neglect to really, like, sign, look at, uh, you know, all the agreements, the Snapchat updates. Right? How many uh, times do you click accept without fucking reading uh, shit? Always. 100% of the time? Always. Well, that's the thing you got to invest your money into is uh, cybersecurity. Um, They're in like on that. it, too. Kaspersky has collected everything. All of them. Norton. The shit that really fucking bugs me out, man. It's like, all right, you're listening to everybody. You know everything. You fucking got everybody tracked and all this and that. And shit, you still have fucking school shootings happening in Florida. You still <laughs> got fucking shit going down. It's like, 
Well, that's for their agenda anyways. I mean, if they want to disarm all the citizens so we can't fight back. So, yeah, they're going to stage a bunch of school shootings because how else are you going to take the guns away from the people without having a mass tragedy? And then they're just waiting for it to be enough enough. Enough's enough. You know yeah, what I mean? Everyone we got, voluntarily gives them up. You don't exactly. think it was staged, though, do you? The last I, the No, shooting? not to that degree. Maybe not but staged, but let just let it slide through. Oh, this is going to happen? Cool. Florida, the the nightclub passion yeah. or whatever was uh right, you know I mean how many do we have to go through until people say all right well maybe we have to look into this well that's the thing they know that fucking millennials and all the progressive liberal people coming up through high school and college they finally figured it out it's like all right these these are the people the future voters of America this is a youth that that actually fucking it's so strong-sided. They won't look at it another way. It's like, all right. They've been indoctrinated. They don't, they don't care about rights. They want to fucking... They, they want to find the, the easiest solution. Boom, no guns then. Boom. Yeah, yeah take all our guns. They don't think beyond well, that, though. Of well, course. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a scary thing because we don't want to leave the power to that because that's how this country was... Uh, this country was founded off rebelling and standing up for what we want, not what they want. Yeah. And that's why we came here. Right, it's weird though. Everyone I talk, most people I talk to, like me, you, pretty pro, you know, Constitution, Second Amendment, and everything. But like, where the fuck do these people come from? Where you hear these fucking this wacky shit? Like, you look <laughs> on Facebook, people are like, just ban everything, ban all guns. Yeah, you don't need it. Well, I mean, I was in I was in Newburyport the other day. I was sitting down at a pizza place, and you know, I'm I'm sitting next to a bunch of lawyers. Uh, courthouse is right outside. Same one that I was at when I was a. Juvenile, you know, what up? Shout out to Newberry Court. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Look at me now, bitch. <laughs> nah, but anyways, I mean, I heard these lawyers and, you know, some of them, some of them were serious and some might have been like joking around a little bit, but they you know, some of the stuff that was coming out of their mouth, I was appalled. What? You know, they talked about arming teachers and they talked about like setting everyone up with high speed self-defense courses and it shouldn't get to that. And then, you know, I hear him talking, you know, a guy starts off his conversation when I'm not prejudiced. So, you know, something prejudice is coming. <laughs> he's, he's, talk, he's talking about his time down in Virginia and like D.C. And he's talking about like leaving kind of like uh, the District of Columbia and kind of like going out and like Maryland and Shit stuff hole. like. Yeah, it's, it's definitely fucking rough and it needs a little uh, TLC. But I mean, I don't know. These are the people that could fucking force stuff through, uh, you know, uh, yeah. You know, parliament and just taking up the chain, but I mean, they're fucking joking around like assholes. What's the, what's the solution? What to mass uh, shootings? Yeah, Does, yeah. I mean, there I don't is. know. I mean, how fucking how how got, long are we gonna sit here and talk about it? Because you know, you gotta you gotta start from the beginning in the mental health, and then we go back to DSS and stuff like that, and stop letting these kids slip through cracks. But I mean, we have kids passing. You, you don't even have. You just have to attend high school to get a degree. So I mean. How deep do you want to go? I mean, we have a bunch of fucking dum-dums that are going to run our country. It's either go to school, pay out the ass. That's a whole nother racket in itself. The only way to make money is to go to school, and the only way to go to school is to spend a shit ton of money. So that's a revolving door. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, where where can you really start? It's just tear it down, throw everything in the fucking river, yeah. all the tea, <laughs> start again. Start over. We're already getting tapped. Do you hear the feedback now? Yeah, Big right. Big Brother's pissed. Of course. Yeah, what's yeah up with well, that? guess what? Cause, yeah, because we're going to reach the masses, and they don't want that, and that's scary. So they don't want our voice to be heard. That's why I'll never say anything negative off social media, you know what I mean? Anything like yeah, that. I just, stay, uh, I just creep. It's got to be... I just, str- I just lurk. I don't is, post anything anymore. 
I just want everyone to come watch my boxing events because I swear to God I'll die in the ring. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that, I, don't, I don't know where to start. Hopefully. There's got to be stricter regulations no. on getting regulations? guns. On getting a gun? Yeah. I don't want to be told what to do as it is. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want you to regulate anything. But we, we gotta, need we, less government. We gotta have look what happened. We gotta have rules. We gotta have fucking background checks. We gotta have more in depth okay, what's background the criteria, checks. Though? What's the criteria? Yeah, but look what happened in. Uh, if you take, a, if you're on psych bed, you can't get a gun. Uh, then it could everyone, be a fucking option. Everyone man. takes on, Adderall, bro. Yeah, everyone. You can't even go to Harvard without taking Adderall. The thing about it is, you can get an AR-15 easier than you can get a pistol. Wrong. You can get a shotgun easier than both. No, I'm wrong about that. Yeah, it depends on the state you live in. Yeah, yeah. Massachusetts, you can't get a fucking AR. Massachusetts is strict as fuck. You cannot dude. get an AR in Massachusetts anymore unless it's. Why did I think that? Why? Why do I think you can get an AR-15 easier? Because it's classified as a rifle. At a lot of places, you need a license to get a handgun to carry. But uh, like, so when you're 18, most I think in federal laws you can get shotguns and rifles, and then when you're 21 is when you can get handguns. So that's probably why you think it's easier. It's, it's not, though. It's not. A man with the capacity of an 18-year-old, um, the mind capacity, it's not enough, man. When I was 18, I was dumb as fuck. Yeah, you still are. You're 30 now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't fucking deserve an AI-15, but guess what? I want my right to have one. Of course. But you know what? I don't, I don't give a fuck if you have to check my background and, and make me go through a psychological <laughs> they do, test. They do check your background. Not as fucking deep as they should. The FBI background, the federal database background. And ICS. And, and the regular background checks. They're not the same. They, they don't fucking, it's not uh, transparent. Like, Yeah, but I mean, oh, even if you go to like mental health or whatever, that's, that's illegal to be shared. So that's not going to show up on a background check anyway. Yeah, but it will show up on, a, on the federal database background, I'm sure. No, I can't. They what do you mean? They can't share that information. They knew it's a about HIPAA this. Violation. They, yeah. they knew about this guy Nicholas, whatever the fuck his stupid name is. Yeah. The FBI knew about him when, yeah. he, when he went to they get were a gun. That was a bunch of fucking times. When he went to get a gun, the background check came out clear. As far as I know, as far as what I've heard, he got a clear background check because it wasn't. It didn't fucking have the same. Yeah. Depth that the FBI can check into your background. It's like, dude, this dude's had. He could Bunch have, of mental problems. Well, He's fucking posting up on AR Instagram. I'm going to shoot the, up. Isn't the problem. You could have done the same amount of damage with a 9mm handgun. Well, or two, I mean, or two revolvers. Look at Hygie overseas, man. He created an IED. You know, you just got to watch a couple of YouTube videos. All right. Well, I mean, even... Uh, There's going to be I, a way to fucking kill somebody if somebody well, wants to kill somebody. All right, hold on. This is what I was going to say. Um, There was... The whole system is based on uh, second chances, right? The the whole thing we just covered uh, with me, my juvenile detention, all that. And now, you know, Tony had said, hey, you, you look like a pretty straight edge kid now and you seem to be doing all right. Well, there's my second chance. But I mean, I signed up for the U.S. military. I was in the army. Uh, are you going to if if you heard my if I didn't if I told these people this at the ASVAB or um. You know, at, at the recruiting yeah, station, they're, they're not going to... They're saying, yeah. no, no fucking way. Yeah, exactly. What I don't, but I mean, I now you guys look at me and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I would love for someone like this to, you know, fight for my country. Of course. Or keep us free. If you told me where I'd believe you. You look like a military dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I mean, where's the, uh, the line between, like, doesn't everyone mess up? You know, coming up as a kid, 
you know, you you bump into the law somewhere or of another. Course, of course. So yeah. I mean, how extensive is the background check going to be? Because even you know, one of our friends, mutual friend, Colin McLaughlin. Shout out to Colin. We love you, brother. C-Mac. Hell yeah, C Mac. I mean, he told me when he went to get his firearms that uh, something we did when we were like 10, 11 years old. They asked him about. You know, I mean, it was the only thing the kid ever did. But they were like, hey. So I mean, that's that's pretty. Uh, they dug pretty deep to find that one. Massa- so, yeah. Massachusetts got to be one of the strictest. Yeah, uh, it is. You and know, and some of the and some of the stuff is just ridiculous. It's just insane. I had to correct some chick on like I think it was like Facebook or whatever. She's talking about like automatic assault weapons, like AR-15. Like <laughs> you just sound like an idiot. Number that's one, not, it's not an automatic. One, it's, <laughs> it's not automatic. Two, it's not an assault assault weapon. That's a made up term. It's not even a thing. It's talking about assault rifles are automatic or have select fire assault weapons. You can just name whatever you want on assault. My, I drive a big, black, scary truck. It's a salt <laughs> truck. Let's say even if they got rid of the the uh, semi-automatic AR-15, whatever. Most you're gonna most have a, guns are semi-automatic. Right, but you, you're going to have another guy that just gets a shotgun. Goes in there and blasts a couple of people with a shotgun. Even if you shoot him with a musket, we're still going to have a problem. Exactly. I mean, right. So that that's the that's the mentality of the... The kids in schools and shit and where their passion comes from. It's like, nah, somebody's going to kill them if there's guns. So I can see, I can see. Stop. I don't agree with them, but I can see where they're coming <laughs> from, where they're like, no, we don't want any guns. Uh, the problem I mean, with it, England, pro- like I, you said, though, the problem with it, it's, we were built on that, on rebelling right. against Britain. It was like, you know what I mean? We would, we would all be talking with British accents I think if it- we didn't fucking rebel with our guns that were fucking put into the I think the second amendment the should Constitution. be expanded dude I want to have whatever the military has in case I got to overthrow those motherfuckers <laughs> that's where it's scary because exactly when it comes to that I mean you're not going to be able to no, you're not going to be able to match fire for fire if you I know? have a if I have a civilian AK that's that's semi-auto I'm going to get fucking smoked we're gonna get yeah, fucked either, either way. Either way, dude. look at the guerrilla warfare you know what I mean like yeah, uh, that's what today's uh, yeah today's battle is mostly that's what it ended up being. Well, that's because you don't have like wars where everyone just fucking kills each other anymore. Well, no one could fucking match America right. <laughs> in that type of, you know what I mean? We conquered that aspect. So they're like, fuck, we got to go back to the Indians. They had it, right? Right. But like, what, <laughs> what, a, what we do now arrows and trees and shit. <laughs> like, we go into a, a country or whatever, and yeah, it's not man. like just fucking wipe it clean. We're in there trying to kill, rebuild, and look good there's, and shit. There's people living there too, and we're trying to just find who the, Bad guys are with intelligence. Yeah, but what are we really doing? We're just fucking shit up, dude. Well, I mean, I guess it goes back to our agenda. Well, I mean, it's funny that we invade Afghanistan that has a shit ton of poppy fields, and then, you know, we have a huge fucking crisis in America with opioids. No shit, dude. Jeff Robichaud was on the show, you know, not that long ago, and they're giving him all sorts of drugs when he broke his back, and he... Straight up told me he's like I didn't have my meds one day and he's like I was dope sick. Yeah. So I mean, like I said earlier, I worked at a methadone clinic and I told you it was like their own little community. They're setting up rides for these kids to bring them in. You know, someone. It's not even everyone's just doing heroin. You know, I couldn't tell you how many construction workers I saw that fell on the job site and then uh, they were just misdiagnosed and they were overfed uh, all these opioids. So that's how most of it happened. A lot of it happens that way. Yeah, well, it was, back. It was yeah, an agenda push. Yeah. Well, that's how they're making money. I mean, what's the of export? Course. What's the export in America? What do we have to offer the world? We, we don't, we don't well, have much. Entertainment, mostly. Yeah. Right. 
Exactly. So, I mean, pharmaceuticals, that's huge. Exactly. It's all, in the end, it's all about the almighty dollar, right? What's going to fucking... Of course. Because, like we said before, we're in trillions of dollars of debt. Yeah, we'll, we'll always be in debt. We'll always be in debt. But what do they what do they always want? They want money. They want to find a way to get money. They all right, you got oil, we're gonna invade you, take your oil. You got fucking poppy seeds, it grows grows in your climate. All right, we're gonna take that. We're yeah. gonna export it to us and then we're gonna sell it to all the people around here. No, they take that El Chapo, man. They take that Afghanistan, they take all the stuff to make fucking pills. Oh, yeah, yeah, of Not course. Even just heroin, just like pills, like yeah, pharmaceutical pa- companies. Percocets, exactly. What's a, uh, was it Pfizer or Mark, yeah, yeah, it's a huge uh, company, right? Bay or whatever. Yeah, the huge Baltimore. pharmaceutical companies. I heard, They're the ones over there. Yeah, I heard Bayer actually made heroin. Like, they were the first. Yeah, so we, had to have of a, heroin. so we had to have a reason aspirin. to go over there to get it. So 2,000 people had to die in New York. Because I, I, not, I'm, well, I, I was I listening to a like, podcast the I other day. I can sound like a complete lunatic. I don't care. That wasn't fucking nine guys that were just like, yeah, we hate America that much. Just fly some. 9-11. Well, I mean, it's crazy. I don't mean to interrupt you guys. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just crazy that all these people that, uh, you know, we're posting are like the number one America's most wanted. They're all put in power through the American government, the CIA. uh, Right. You know, Manuel Noriega, El Chapo. Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Exactly. He was trained by special forces. Yeah. It's just yeah, funny that, that, was, that <laughs> they were trained by special forces to fight Russia back in like the eighties, exactly. the end of the Cold War. Exactly. So we armed them and made them what they are, and now they're like, "All right, we're gonna fight. We're gonna come after you now." Well, yeah, they're failing. We them. didn't want yeah. Russia to get Afghanistan. Well, have them control all the fucking heroin. Another thing that I noticed you guys didn't touch upon either. Well, Bin Laden's family. Bin Laden was an orphan, and uh, Derek told me this. He goes, "Bin Laden was an orphan." His family that he was adopted by was an oil family. Well, you know, who was in power when we went to fucking war was uh, George Bush. And, you know, what they do down in Texas are probably fucking... Oil tycoons, man. Oh, well, you know, we can't fucking... If we're doing business, you know what I mean? The Saratanis and the Larsons are doing business, man. I can't be fucking killing your brother, right? You know? Yeah. So we'll wait for Obama to get in office, and then, bam, we get Whitey and Obama in the same year? I don't know if that's true about Bin Laden, though. I thought he was like... Had- was like one of seven, and it, his family had a ton of money from construction. I know that Bin Laden was a millionaire. Oh, he's like a billionaire, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I know he had money. Right. He was a rich motherfucker. You know, you know what's crazy? A lot of those dudes in like the Middle East, they just like cool shit, too. Like They have like oh, yeah. pet tigers. Gold Ferraris and, and fucking tigers. And they like driving 300 miles an hour. Yeah. They got chimpanzees. Don't we all? Yeah. I don't, but it's like a small group that's radicalized. But we need to create an enemy to keep the fucking exactly because there's money in war too. Yeah, to keep the yeah have a reason to fucking make all these bombs. Raytheon, Raytheon has interest in fucking having an enemy to bomb. You know what I mean? Goddamn right they do. They employ Colin, so fucking shout out to Raytheon. (laughs) (laughs) Bomb the fuck out of everybody. We need some enemies. Goddamn right. Make one. Uh, Get down or lay down. I'm sure we have enough enemies as it is. Oh yeah. It's like, it's all covert shit. You know what I mean? It's That's all. what it is now. Yeah, we're at war with like a bunch of countries, but you don't know because it's not like our boys are off to you know <laughs> to liberate this country. Yeah, it's not putting boots on the ground anymore. It's almost and I, this is what I thought was going to happen, and it, I don't know if it's happening or we just don't know. I, I thought it was going to be more about like cyber cyber warfare and and uh, chemical warfare oh, and yeah. shit like that, where it's like 
if you think about it, everything is on computers nowadays. Every database is just... All the money. All you the know, money. we're getting rid of paper. We're just trying to go to cards yeah, and just, fucking chips. It's numbers Bitcoin. on a screen, right? Yeah. So it's like, instead of fucking killing all these motherfuckers, why don't you get smart with it? Start hacking people's like oh yeah that's what systems and just yeah, steal money that way man of course obviously that's gonna lead to they people are. getting killed anyway but you want to really fuck some shit up you don't have to nuke a country you just shut their fucking EMP power off yeah EMP yeah. you know what I mean what erase the hell is erase that? all their fucking computers invest in all the Oldsmobile colors you can find because I'll be fucking siphoning all your gas driving around <laughs> you motherfuckers know, ain't gonna have any hybrids <laughs> what yeah. the hell is EMP what does that mean uh, you shut down all the uh, the electric. Yeah, EMP, an electric motor pulse. Electric oh, motor send pulse. like a sound wave fucking... No, an electric pulse. Sonic boom. So anything electric's fucking... How do they do it? Out. What? How would you do it? Oh, would do a device of some kind? I don't know. Drop a bomb, anything. They could know. do it with cars. Like, I remember seeing, like, back in the day, what was that show? Uh, it was like uh, military stuff. They could shoot this oh. thing at a car or just disable the car. Yeah, yeah, um... Modern Marvels or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Well, on like the military channel, they can take over a car. I watched. Sure uh, um, well, my, I mean, they're all controlled now, anyway. So sure Big can. Brother tap into that too. You can't even Easily. do your bank robberies anymore. Easily, yeah. I'm they sure could my, shut it down. Fucking speed it up. Sure, my truck. They could just be like, "Yep, uh, we're shutting you down right now." Don't they do that on uh, all the cop shows? They bait car. And yeah, all that? exactly. Yeah. Just shut it down. Uh, there was a guy. I, I talked about this before on a previous episode. Uh, I forget his name. He was a journalist that uh, reported about a high-ranking general, kind of like talking shit about Obama. Yep. And, you know, he reported it, got back to Obama. Obviously, the general probably took some heat. And the guy told his family, he's like, yo, if anything like weird happens to me, like, yeah, check just into know. it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? He had a heart attack. No, dude. He fucking drove his Porsche or whatever kind of car he had like 120 miles per hour into a fucking tree and it yeah. exploded. Well, <laughs> and they were like, oh, you know what they said? They were like, oh, he he was on... Um, Antidepressants. No, he was on Adderall. Yeah. Oh, he was on Adderall. There was um, stimulants in his system. Clearly, that write it off. It's like, dude, every fucking journalist takes Adderall, man. Are you going to be up writing fucking... <laughs> yeah. Like, dude... I guarantee 95% of journalists are taking Adderall and writing their stories. Do you guys know anything about uh, the Joseph Coney 2012 campaign and all that? Uh, There's this guy. He's like a dictator rolling rolling over like uh, villages in Africa. I'm not quite sure the exact location, but... uh, you know, he's going into villages, uh, taking over, taking all these uh, adolescents from their families, making the kids kill their families, and now they're rebel soldiers running around Africa just kind of looting and pillaging. They ever, and, uh, did they ever get him? Well, no. They had raised awareness for it, and this guy, uh, he was big into campaigning and getting the story out there, and they said, uh, you know, the government had said, all right, you know, if nothing changes by this date, they gave him a time frame. Uh, then, you know, we'll use American uh, forces to go, you know, solve the problem. And when it got down close to that date, somehow this guy got all whacked out on LSD running around the streets. And, uh, you know, he was written off by society like this guy's a lunatic. We, we're not going to send people over to Africa because this crazy man said to, but that's because they were going to have to, you know, stick to their word. 
and actually have to, you know, do something. Exactly. Yeah, that's fucking a lot of crazy shits happen in Africa. No one gives a fuck. You don't oh, hear no, about it's awful. it. You're, you're, like I want Derek maybe watch this documentary about like Liberia. That was the country that the United States made this country for all the slaves to go back to. Liberia. Oh, that's awful. It's supposed to be the America of Africa. Did not happen because we just put them over there, let it go. It's all just like fucking uh, warlords and shit. Yeah. There's this guy, General Butt Naked. Dude, I was just, Oh, yeah, uh, Derek loves that, dude. Uh, I was fucking, just going to fucking drop that. Tupac Ami, baby. They would eat a child before they went to fight. They would all fight naked. And yeah. they would just fucking... Cart. Just and you guys talking about Cart on here? Who's that? Who? Cart? What the hell is that? Yeah, you guys know about Cart, don't you? No. The African Churu, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The leaves, they, they exactly. chew and shit. Makes them all nutty. Oh, yeah, it's like the cocaine leaves. Yeah. But, like, that shit's nuts, dude. Everyone over there's got AIDS. Fuck it. They all lifted fucking Tupac, 20. Man. But now, that guy, massive fucking war crime atrocities. Like a priest now he's now. a preacher and he's loved. Preacher, yeah. <laughs> People oh that he God. ate their... Talk about second he chances. Ate the, he ate their parents. And they're fucking worshiping the guy. Oh, Jesus. It's nuts. Dude, you got a fucking man who's... Butt naked dude killing people. It's like you either fucking gonna get killed or you're gonna start liking them. I always want to wear. Doesn't seem so bad after all. These places. Hey, I gotta look at his dick, but, but like, you know, I'm not dead. These places are so poor. They're living in trash and shit. Where the fuck do they get money for ammo? Uh, from us. Charlie Wilson. Drugs. That's another crazy fucking movie. Charlie Wilson's War. No, no, I haven't seen that one. That's how he funded, uh, like Al Qaeda and shit to fight the Russians back in the day. Like through like. Huh. I thought it was all drugs and, back you know, door, America. Backdoor, uh, like, bills and stuff. So, we'd like, he had, like, unlimited budget to, like, arm these, like, rebels and stuff. Yeah, isn't it sick? So what, we still dude, have homeless uh, vets in the country. Yeah, you it's know, a fucking travesty. People don't have jobs. That's, uh, that's inflation a fucking of my thing, money. man. Think that's about like the, the fucking, thing. how much... Take care of shit here. Exactly. We well, outsource our help and shit. And I'm not saying don't fucking help other countries that need help. It's like, yeah, everybody needs to be helped. But you know what? Let's focus on home base first and get these oh, yeah. fucking veterans in homes and yeah. off well, the street. Let's all these... start giving them fucking jobs and shit. Like, what the fuck's up with that, dude? You see a veteran on the street asking for money? Yeah, exa- fight for this country, dude? And get... Exactly. Oh, There's it's... fucking these little liberal kids that don't even want guns, uh, you know, to the public or the, the fucking people of the country. But yet they don't know anything about sacrifice. They've never done anything. They've never broken a sweat. They don't know what it's like to go without their Starbucks. You know what I mean? Fucking actually do something that's meaningful, greater than themselves. And, you know, we still got people dying, you know, on the streets, homeless. They have no jobs. They can't heat their houses. And they literally laid everything on the line. And, you know, they just don't get anything in return. That's the ultimate sacrifice. And I think... Almost like Israel, America should make everyone coming up past the age of 18 enlist. You know, you don't all have to go overseas and fight a war, but, I mean, you could still help out your country in some way. Yeah, I agree. It's funny because you got all these kids, oh, we should give up these rights, and then then you have... Those are the kids sitting behind the computer talking. Exactly. Then you have people in the Army actually fighting for these people to talk about... Exactly. Yeah. It's asinine. Yeah, it's nuts how, like, how veterans get shit on. Yeah. And it's bullshit, too, because there's plenty of money to take care of them. Plenty. Yeah. I'm there's plenty. Sure. Wasn't there some sort of statistic if, uh, you know, every millionaire in Hollywood gave, like, a million or two million dollars, we could easily have dug out of that, uh, you know, crisis that we were in back in, like, what, late 2008? Yeah, 2008. 
What do you guys think about universal income? Giving everybody maybe like a a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, all it makes is all it does is make a thousand dollars worth zero. No, because a thousand dollars. I mean, it is worth zero. You don't have anything to back it up, but that's like the raising minimum wage. All right, now these guys get fifteen. I want no, forty. It, yeah, but universal income. It's <laughs> exactly like all right, inflation. even even if you can't work, all right, here's well, a thousand bucks a month. Well, get yourself an apartment. Pay pay eight hundred dollars rent. Start How saving money. How much you think an apartment's gonna cost if if landlords know everyone has a thousand dollars? Well, of course <laughs> it's gonna go up. Like, yeah, so it's it a, doesn't work. You have to price fix as well. Now well, you're what living about in, bartering systems? Now like, you're living uh, in fucking a socialist country. Well, I guess that's that's another reason that led to our downfall. We're just so engulfed in material uh, objects and. You know, who has the coolest, fastest car? No one cares, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, honestly, the sad reality is it's always going to have to be losers. You know well, I mean? mean, there should Not be... everyone can win. Yeah, but there should be some sort of a middle ground. I mean, it shouldn't be rich or poor. It shouldn't be black and white. I guess no. there should be some some middle ground. And there is. But, I mean, universal income... Yeah. It's not going to help anything. You don't no. want to see people suffering. Though. No, no one does. And that's the worst part about it. But all you can really do is make the suffering not as bad. Yeah, but what about, uh, like, cities that run like a business, right? So, For the most part. Yeah, well, I guess you yeah, know, well, don't I guess... suck at business, fucking Flint. Yeah. Flint, Michigan, come right. on, man. Yeah. Shout out to fucking Hill Dog. I don't know. Psych. Obviously, you've been, you've, been through the, <laughs> you've been through court or whatever. But, like, most stuff now... It's, court is just a fucking money racket. It's insane, oh, it's, dude. Oh man, don't I didn't pay a I didn't all right. I didn't pay a, a ticket. It was like seventy five bucks. I didn't pay a doubles, ticket. Doubles, triples. Dude. So they suspend my license. So now I get caught driving without a license. I didn't know I was driving without a license. So then I go to yeah, court. Yeah, because it, it's your fucking, it's your I, obligation to find out. You're supposed it, to look every it's day. It's so bullshit, man. So yeah. I go to court. I got to pay $100, get my license back. I got to pay $250 for driving without a license. I didn't know it was suspended. I got to pay the ticket plus whatever late fees they're on. And everyone at court that day was the same fucking thing, dude. If you have enough money, you can get out of it. If I didn't have the money to pay that, I probably would have went to jail for not paying a fucking ticket, for not wearing a seatbelt. Well, that is a personal choice. That goes back to um, like what we were talking about with like the jails. And I mean, people, uh, people violate probation off the simplest things. They make, uh, they, the risk, what's the word I'm looking Recidivism. for? Recidivism. Exactly. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Fucking team money. On the money. Yeah, yeah. Thank, you can thank Trailer Park Boys for that. Jim Leahy. <laughs> Recidivist. Randy. Randy. Recidivism. <laughs> Yeah, it's a revolving door. It's, it's huge. numbers. Yeah, well, I mean, you're already, you know, poor well, or whatever. They want you to violate probation. Yeah. They want, you well, get, then you go back and then, you get, of course. All right, so you get in trouble, right? You get put on probation. You got to pay for probation. You can't get a job because you're on probation, but you got to pay it. You don't pay it, you go back to jail. So what are you going to do? <laughs> you're probably going to commit some crimes. You get some money to pay your fucking probation. And you get caught committing those crimes and pay your probation, and now you're fucking back in jail. It's well, fucked up. It's yeah, just they a get a vicious fucking cycle revolving door. All right, so we'll I break it down to, to do like a it. year. Um, well, I don't know. You got to start in like the sectors. You can't have like private, privately owned jails and stuff like that. You, like, have, you have to have a good rehabilitation program. As for, yeah, you don't just fucking cage them and fucking poke them like a pit bull in a fucking cage. Yeah. Some people you need to just cage up. And, uh, but, we'll but, just fucking but the people them, that man. did their Fuck time, them. the people that did their time, they get out. 
Yeah, for bullshit. Most likely, they're not going to be able to find a job. They're convict. Nobody's society's fucking already shunned them. What what can they do? I don't know. Get a gun, fucking rob somebody. Boom, right. get caught. Go back to jail. Exactly. Uh, it's gonna, a cycle that I'm goes gonna, on and on. Dude. I'm gonna give a shout out after prison show on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, so I watched this guy like ten thousand subscribers. He, like got out of prison for like he was in prison for like seven years. I've seen it. Made I've a YouTube channel and you know he's fucking killing it. But he like talks yeah. about all this shit. Yeah, good. It's good pretty good. He's at like some He's that, at like six hundred thousand subscribers now. See that. That's cool that he did that. He figured out a way. You know, there's no really fucking other options for me. What can I do? I don't know. I can make a fucking... Right. I can make videos well, for he, YouTube. And he made it, but most people don't. Of course. Most people aren't that it's fucking... Tough. Like once you're in, in that, Once you're in a hole, it's, that mindset. it's hard to dig yourself. It's like going into debt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Credit card debt, dude? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Get another credit card to pay off that credit card. Get this credit card to pay off that bill. It's, dude, you're fucking us. Yeah. Well... Another thing I I guess uh, I want to change the topic a little bit. Uh, Go for it. Yeah, my my brain's kind of stimming. Uh, and you had mentioned something before I even came to do the show. I guess I wanted to raise awareness while I have the listeners there. Hell yeah. And uh, you know, uh, eighteen months ago, uh, my cousin's son was at daycare. He was sixteen months old, and uh, he was at daycare. And then he was rushed to the hospital from this at home daycare, and. Uh, his brain was so injured. Uh, he ended up passing away, and I guess I wanted to raise awareness to Noah J. Larson. Um, I want oh, people shit. to, yeah, I want people to Google his story. I just saw that. That was your yeah. Cousin? That that's my family member, and uh, wow. he ended up dying of shaken baby syndrome because his brain was so inflamed it squished against a skull. And uh, you know, I just want I want people to just know about it, hear about it, and you know. Uh, there's no, there's been no conviction. There's been no arrest. There's been no follow up. No investigation. The the coroners have just pronounced that the day before and the day after it had to have uh, the incident had to have occurred at this daycare. Jesus. So I mean, no one and these people are about to bring another child into the Is world. Is there a website or something where people yeah. support? This? Yeah, please uh, donate it. Yeah, uh, Facebook, um, Noah J. Larson, Justice for Noah. Um, you know, if you want to get more information, I might have not even spit it all just because I'm so, uh, you know, it just hits home and I can barely kind of put my words together right now. Um, you know, Google, Google his name. Um, I, that's one of my one of my uh, close friends just shared that story. I was like, that's that's weird that you. Yeah, it's, I saw it on your Instagram account. I obviously Googled it right away and. Well, sure. I guess yeah, everyone... that's another thing with, like, the agendas is, uh, you know, one thing that I heard, one thing that was thrown out there is that the district attorney uh, was getting ready to retire, and they wanted a 100% conviction rate on their record. So whatever they were going to go on to after they were done being a district attorney. Yeah, go for... be a lobbyist. Exactly. Well, they want an uh, untarnished record, and they always want to get the bad guy. So they weren't even going to touch this case because she only had six more months to go. And then this case was thrown on her plate. So this went on the back burner. Now it's a cold case. Now it's been a year and a half later and nothing's happened. So pretty much you're telling me in America uh, that you could just, you know, get away with murdering a, murdering a child. And we have evidence to back it up. And, uh, you know. Yeah, because they don't feel like dealing with it. They well, they have their own agenda. So. Yeah. They didn't want to tarnish their perfect record just in case they couldn't figure it out by the time they got the fuck out of there. 
It's fucking disgusting. That dude. is disgusting. It's fucking terrible, it's gross. man. And it, 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 that is so fucking close to home, man. Wow, that's yeah. fucked up. I mean, that that happens a lot, though. It, th- to go on with the conviction thing, people get thrown in and don't get, a, won't like be eligible for like appeal or anything, because that's what the, the district attorney was like. Oh, nope, you're guilty. I don't want this getting overturned on my record. Exactly. Happened in Alabama. Yeah. West Memphis 3. No, Arkansas. Did they... What, what was the daycare? Do you remember the name? So we can fucking let the people mm. know. It's like... No, I, I don't even know. It was... uh, You know, it's even worse because uh, I guess it was a friend of my cousin's girlfriend or his fiance. Um, I I don't even know their names. Uh, you know, I was just kind of appalled. I... I didn't even know how to deal with the situation. I didn't even like to hear about it because uh, Noah was a twin and he has a twin sister, Amelia, who's my goddaughter. So I couldn't imagine, you know, I don't know. I just didn't want to hear it. Uh, I guess the best way I knew how to deal with it was uh, suppress it and not listen. And uh, I get, yeah, I don't know, man. I, Jesus I Christ. I just don't want to. All right, anyone, I guess I, I probably should have started with that sooner, no, but uh, all right, we're, man. we're anyone, vibing with boxing. So. Anyone listening, just go go support that. Noah please. J. Larson, look yeah, it up please, on Facebook. Please. Google it. Is it Pray for Noah J. Larson? Uh, justice, justice, for justice for Noah. Justice for Noah. Yeah, please. Google it. Uh, donate fucking whatever you can. Facebook. Just Facebook, support it. Put the story out there. Exactly. Get, get the word around. Bring some awareness. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to give. You don't got money to give. Just share it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's a that's the one good thing about social media. It's they can get stories like this out to people that, I mean, they're not gonna fucking report this on the news. Oh, they did last night, five o'clock. Oh, did news. they? Yeah, thanks a oh, lot. Oh, okay, hell yeah. Five o'clock news, baby. All right. I guess that's uh, that's why I was on my mind again. Uh, you know, and on my Instagram. Yes, you can, baby. I don't even think I plugged myself yet. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes underscore you the letter underscore Ken K E N. Sup with that static. Uh, I think Big brother sees you, man. Oh, sta- about everything. You know what the static is? What? You have the boiler kick on? Yeah. It's the transformer yeah. sparking the oil to light it. No shit. That's what that mother is. Love That's is. some 60 cycle hum for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, you can on Instagram. Check out Kenny's fucking... Kenny's life by the <laughs> sidelines, if you will. Um, what else did I want to get into today? I don't, I don't really want to end it on that sad subject. I mean, I want to... Fuck, man. It got me just thinking, dude. Terrible things happen. It fucking feels, bro. Yeah. Every day, man, it's like... And that's another thing about... I don't want to fucking, like, switch the subject so quick, but... It's fine. Get off into, like, the the news. It's always something sad, man. There's always a, a new sad story, and it's happening so fast, it's like... How long is somebody going to pay attention to a story like fucking Florida shooting? Next week, it's going to be something else. And what was the name of that kid that got bullied? Which one? They threw ham down his clothes. Oh, yeah. What who, the fuck was his name? Who knows? No I, one remembers. I don't remember that guy. It happened so frequently. Yeah. Yeah. No, just these viral things just go, come and go so fucking fast. That's why we got to get the word out about important stories like that. Yeah. And, and you know, spread the awareness because... Justice should be served. I mean, uh, you shouldn't really get away with taking anyone's life. No. Especially somebody so fucking young, man. Innocent. With, with yeah. the whole life ahead of them, dude. Yeah, that shit's fucked up. That's fucked. It's crazy, man. 
I don't understand how whether I don't I don't know what happened, whether it was an accident or on birth. Like wow. No, take that, some fucking lessons to learn how to fucking deal with a human being right. as a baby. They're gonna cry. They're gonna fucking yeah. That's like, fucked what up are you in doing? Itself, but what what didn't Shake happen after is baby, even more man. not even more fucked up. But that's fucked up as well. There's just no follow up on it because someone didn't want to do paperwork it's or fucking terrible tarnish their record. That's fucking. It's literally disgusting. I can't think of another word. It's fucking disgusts me. It is disgusting. And and I hope that fucking district attorney can fucking shove a dick up his ass, dude. For you don't want to tarnish your record, dude. I hope you fucking burn her. in hell. Was it her? Or burn? I think it was her. I think it was her. Megan County? Kelly. I think yeah. her name was Megan Kelly. Uh, Megan Kelly. I don't remember. Fox News anchor. No, not her. But I yeah, I think that's what the name I read. What town? What town uh, was it in? It happened in Woburn, Woburn, Mass. Woburn. So that's Middlesex. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is it Middlesex? What do we got? We got Essex, Essex. Middlesex, and Suffolk. Is it Suffolk? Suffolk. No, Suffolk's Boston. Pretty sure Woburn's Middlesex. I would think so. Malden. Middlesex is in, like, Middlesex Court is in Malden, so I don't know what you think it would touch. Well, I know because there's, like, Woburn District Court. Yeah. Racket over there. (laughs) Old Uh, system's a racket. Old system's fucked, man. There's there's no way around it. That's the agenda of... Top top people, they don't. It's all no. about it's all about numbers, money, and fucking. Yeah, yeah but no matter who That's you middle, are, I mean, Middlesex County. No matter who you are, I mean, the the federal government is always gonna put a squeeze on you. You could be a lawyer, running your own par- uh, running your own practice, and they're still gonna audit you and be like, "Wow, you got this money," and you know, I go through it. Yeah, on, feds. You know, yeah, family you get it basis, from everywhere. Families. Yeah, and if you live, they don't in, want you to live. Yeah, if you live in a big enough city, too, you get it from the city. You get state. State, federal, and city shit. Fucking yeah, but they won't even down. let you live off the grid either, which is what's awful. Right? Yeah. God forbid, you gotta pay, pay for, like, water. And God plumbing. forbid you'd collect some rainwater. <laughs> Dude. It, crimes. That's I, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. It is. It is. To fucking collect water from the fucking sky. It is. Do you own the sky, you motherfuckers? You can only have it's a unsafe. 12 by 14 structure without it being a... Uh, Without having to be inspected. Dude, come take my fucking cup of water away when I fucking put it out next time at thunderstorms, you scumbags. Yeah, throw your ass in You're going to fucking steal my water, man? That's you don't have to pay for that. Tax the, everything. That's what the whole thing with the Bundy Ranch was all about. A dude ended up dying. What was the other thing that happened in, like, uh... Waco? <laughs> no, no, Waco. <laughs> um, no, there was something, uh... These cows were out to pasture. Yeah, it's a Bundy, Bundy Ranch. Oh, okay, and the, uh, Wyoming or something, they took over, Nevada. like, the fat... Yeah, it's, there's someone, okay, like, there, right, yeah, they right were now. grazing on, like, BLM land. For years! For fucking years! years. It's, it's completely legal, and they Explain like, this whole... On. Started I, at the oh, beginning I honestly of the story. can't I've come up with it. the details right now, but the gist so, of it. So, it was... I don't know, I... From what I understand, it was uh, farmers, and they had their, their cattle out, and they're in pasture, and this is their land for, you know, as long as they know, families, whatever, it's passed down generation... And all of a sudden, uh, the federal government's saying, like, no, this is our land. Your cows can't be here, this and that. They're going to arrest the guy. The guy's like, fuck no. And they put it like an armed fucking resistance. <laughs> yeah. One of the what? dudes ended up and then dying. He, he ended the up serving his time, too. And then he got out, and then he went to, like, they had another he held standoff. something up. Yeah, he held something up, like a fucking. I think it was a cabin or some what? shit. They're like. <sighs> it wasn't like a uh, mail, mail uh, post office or something. Something like that. Why did they want to take James this guy's Conley land? To, like, prove a point. And uh, 
they had like a standoff with the FBI, and one of the dude, I think it was his son, ended up dying. Shooting? Yeah. Yeah. They brushed that one under. They don't want you to know. Yeah, you that. don't hear about that. Of course, they don't want man. you to know Why about would that? You? you don't hear about that Did you, shit. You guys saw the video of the guy. They don't want to pump that. They want more people doing it, but you know, they'll pump a school shooting in the media. Right. Wonder why we have so many. Well, we can't have guns, man. We got we got to get rid of the guns. So how else are we gonna do it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What about the fucking uh, bump stocks and all that shit? Sorry, go ahead. No, it's all good. The video, uh, I think it was like maybe a month ago, something. Stands for Armalite Rifle, just to get it out there. I've been fucking stewing on that for a couple yeah. times. AR-15 and all that shit, that's yeah. fucking Armalite Rifle. It's not fucking assault rifle. I mean, that shit, you dumb fucks. There was a, there was a guy in his man. hotel room in Arizona, I think it was. And uh, Oh, yeah, he had a BB gun. Yeah. Somebody called in, ah, there's a guy in, in in his hotel room with a gun. Fucking two two cops come in, yeah. like armored up, dude's got fucking this dude on his knees outside it. Yeah, him and in his, the hallway. Him and his girl walked out of the room. He's like Have you seen this video? Oh, well, militarized cops waiting for these waiting for this guy to come out of his room because someone called and said they saw him with a rifle. He had a he had a BB rifle and, in his room. Number one They walk out unarmed. License to carry, unarmed. you can carry in that state. Right, but so it's fucking right. They walk out yeah. completely unarmed. The cops screaming at them to get on the ground. This and that. Give the cop literally said, "I will fucking shoot you." So the girl comes, crawls. I don't know how the fuck she made it. This guy comes, and uh, they're shouting like, "Scared shitless." He's yeah, on his knees, shitless. dude. Don't shoot me, yeah. please. Don't. Oh, shoot did we say uh, what this kid looked like? What was his profile? Oh, white, guy. He was white. He was a white guy. He was a white guy. He was right? a white guy. And um, so they're shouting, like, commands at him that are, like, contradictory to each other. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know what to do. Stand up, sit down. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, they're like put your hands. Yeah, put your hands on your head. Fucking crawl to me. Yeah. It's like, keep your, keep your legs crossed and crawl. Yeah. And the guy's like, please don't kill me. Please. And he's crawling, and then just his, they light his, him up. His pants yeah. were, like, falling. He had, like, um, mm. basketball that, shorts on. They kind of fell, and he, like, kind of went to, like, pull him up. Yeah. Lit him up. Fucking boop, 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 boop. Lit him up. Killed him. Bad. Yeah. And the well, the fucking jury. So there's obviously the yeah, cop the had to go through a the trial. The story didn't come out until the cop was acquitted. Yeah. Huh. And they wouldn't even let the jury see this video because they thought it would change their views or make like Well, isn't what that the fuck? isn't that what we're trying to do? Yeah. You have a fucking video of the fucking scene that it happened, and you're not gonna show the people deciding whether it was right or wrong. Of course, yeah, they're the biggest gang out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But hey, why? Why would it? Why would it be a story? It's a white guy. It, does, it right. doesn't cause any racial divide, does uh, it? I no. mean, it's all about uh, fucking dividing and conquering. They want. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I they want to see us fucking fight each other. They want to see racism. They want to see that shit, dude. Yeah. So we fucking wipe each other out, man. It's fucked uh, up, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, that's a hard one too. I mean, I. I feel the like guy, I, the guy had a fu- where was it carved, Tony? It, he had something like carved in his fucking rifle oh, that said a, "You're on the, fucked." The dust cover on his AR said "You're <sighs> fucked," which they well, sell. That's like a accessory. Yeah, but the guy's a fucking psychopath. He did look like a psychopath. Suck he's one a of those dick. dudes that he's one of those dudes that comes a cop to fucking have a gun. Fucking nerd! You'll always be a nerd, no matter how many people you kill, you faggot. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get this back on a fucking positive note. No, no, dude. went down <laughs> the road of negativity, so man. Give me something positive, man. Yeah. St. Paddy's Day, Saturday. St. <coughs> Paddy's Day. Is it oh, really? Yeah. Holy fuck! No shit. 
that no, bad? not this Saturday. Next actually, Saturday, right? Yeah, seventeenth. All right. I'm going to a concert. I'm going to Irish concert, uh, the Wolf Tones. So I guess that's what I'm thinking of. That's Saturday, but uh, March seventeenth is St. Patty's Day. Nice. You should Pardon get a me. fight for the day after. I did that. No, last not year. the day after. I did. I, well, I fought last year on St. Patty's Day. Oh uh, uh, yeah, summer roll up. Great St. Patty's Day then. Oh, I did. I beat the brakes off this kid. Did, oh, then you, after. Do you come out with an Irish flag every time? Fuck yeah. Every man. time, uh, you know, I out, you know, I'm American, but uh, you know, my roots are from Ireland. My family's from Ireland. We came over here because uh, my no potatoes. <laughs> no, not even that. My uh, my grand, my great grandfather. Um, you know, he was uh big into the IRA and you know he was fighting for his country and stuff and uh you know the Brits were gonna send him to Australia and he was like fuck I'm not going to Siberian camps and yeah. shit well obviously not, not to, Siberia but he's not prison prison exactly. continent exactly exactly do you have a nickname what's your nickname I let the people decide that um I was kind of like feeling well they called me El Chapo cause yeah. I'm, I'm shorty you know I'm the shorty hell yeah I'm the, the short, shorty but um I was feeling uh I was feeling what uh one of the guys said to me in my last fight last time. He said, Hey, you know, you're Lionheart. So I thought Kenny Lionheart Lyson had a like, nice ring. Oh, I, I got like one. that. Because I feel like it describes uh, you I know, my one. personality. I don't know if I heard it earlier. Lawless. Yeah, I think Brian Manley so dropped that Manley one. Manley dropped that one. That's, That's funny because one. I was <laughs> I like that. On the way over here. Lawless, uh, Kenny Lawson. I was thinking of introducing you as Kenny Law Dog Larson. <laughs> McLaw Dog. <laughs> Kenny McLaw Dog Larson. There we go. Uh, yeah. We're at like a buck twenty. You wanna do some shout outs? Yeah. Let me get uh let me get my first shout out, Shia LaBeouf. Um, you know, I'm always down to watch holes and go over <laughs> the fucking transcript with you and get you on the podcast. And that's the only shout out I got. Any any for you, Kenny? Yeah, I got a ton of shout outs. How much time we got left? Oh, let me give let me give my one, one shout out, Mark Summers. Oh, fuck oh. yeah, dude. Fucking double dare. Double dare. Hell yeah. All right, that's all I got. Can't go for I it, got man. too many, Plug man. all your shit. Plug all right, right on. Uh, shout out to my girlfriend, Shane McCarthy. Love you, baby. Uh, shout out to her family, the McCarthys. Shout out to Alex Rivera, Rivera Brothers Boxing, Somerville Boxing, Stoney. Uh, shout out to my boss, Mike Bulldog, Bulldog Electric. Give me chances, baby. Shout out to Uncle Buck. Shout out to all my friends, man. Love you guys. Support me. I don't know, man. Shout out to Ireland. Do it for the country. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Um, if, you have, you, if you have a moment with your thumb and it's not too busy, you know, click like, subscribe, comment. If you don't like it, comment anyway. Give me some hate mail. Just to my podcast. Instagram, Twitter, and just to my podcast.com. Saratani.me. Brought to you by Spiff Chimp and Lightning Ignite. Get your fucking watches on there and shit. Um... Shout out to Kevin Sandoval, too. Dude's a man. I forgot about this dude. Um, and that's basically it, man. Keep on listening, and uh, we always enjoy talking to the people we can't see. So we'll see you guys next time.